0: The Short Game is listener-supported on Patreon. If you'd like to support the show and join us on our Discord, head to theshortgame.net or patreon.com slash theshortgame. Welcome back to The Short Game. This is a show about short video games, games that respect your time. I'm your expert at being alone, Reagan Kelly, and I'm joined by my co-hosts Nate Heininger,
1: Laura Nash,
0: and Social Butterfly Shane Kelly. Hmm. And uh, this week we are doing a bit more of a topic-based episode. Um, you know, I wasn't sure what we were going to talk about. So, anything going on for any of you or in the news lately?
2: <laughs> you know, Reagan, I was thinking um, you're really like. This is your Bane moment, you know? You're, you're looking at everyone, and you're saying, Ah, you have merely adopted the social distancing. I was born in it. Literally nothing has changed about my life, guys. Literally nothing. Uh, this week, we are
0: talking about uh, games, playing games in the time of COVID-19, of the coronavirus. Uh, so, uh, obviously, this is a weird time for pretty much everyone in the world, and especially, you know, at least for the folks around the United States, we are all social distancing and self-isolating and quarantining and hunkering down, as they like to say, down around here. And uh, a lot of that means that people who have never worked from home are suddenly working from home or are spending less time out and about and more time alone or with their families locked in their, uh, their homes. And it's a weird, 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 weird time. And we kind of wanted to acknowledge that by talking a little bit about how we're doing that sort of thing and the kinds of games and other stuff that is so far getting us through these weird times.
1: I mean, I am always a fan of the indoor kid lifestyle, but I like balancing it with, you know, going out and consuming culture. So I, I think for me, it's it's not just the, you know, quarantine of I live in New York City and yes, I'm fine. I have food. <laughs> um, Times Square is empty, but I am fine. Um, that is for my family listening. I am fine. I promise. Uh, they're very worried about me. In Hi, Good Laura's City. mom. She's doing fine. Hi. Yes, but uh I have just have the attention span of a very small child right now because there's so much happening. So I am craving comfort food and all of my media uh and also things like this talking to friends over the internet. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, it's, it it, it is funny. Like you, you say, Nate, that like I'm uniquely ready for this and like, (laughs) yes and no, but I, I do kind of feel like I have spent the last several years, you know, moving frequently and working from home. I've been working from home for five years and I've moved frequently enough that, you know, I've had to pull up stakes often enough that I've had to learn, had to learn to engage in a social life that is extremely online. And, um, I think that's, that's been something that's actually really uh, been a source of comfort for me in these weird times is that I do get to get onto a podcast with you guys uh, once a week. And we just sort of hang out and talk about video games. It's like a book club uh, would be for folks who are into other sorts of things. But here we are talking about video games once a week. It's it's something that I I take a lot of a lot of comfort from. And um, so I guess, you know, before we get into talking about like other specific stuff, uh, I just wanted to say, you know, thanks guys.
2: Oh, well, and uh, to branch off of that, I'd say that it's been uh, really, really nice on our discord getting Mm. to talk to people Mm -hmm. uh, around the podcast and what they're doing with their lives and game suggestions and uh, how, you know, what's going on is impacting them. Uh, it's been really nice. Yeah. So if you are looking for a community of people, uh, we got a, we got a, a growing and very engaged discord right now. That has been a fun, fun to be a part of.
1: Yeah. The making me happy channel is very healthy and vibrant right now.
2: Yeah. that This might be the most we have. We have a whole channel that is an extension of our making me happy, uh, you know, segment that we do on this show and, It might be the most poppin' right now it has ever been. Yeah. Um, Having
0: having a sort of a water cooler, you know, a digital hangout space is super important. And it's something that I, you know, uh, I really, really value. Probably the number one payoff of starting the Patreon for us was not the fact that we get a few bucks a month, you know, via people's, uh, uh, you know, Putting a little money into the Patreon, which we super super support, and actually really does a lot for this show. But the uh, the number one thing that I get out of it is having that community as a sort of a digital water cooler. Um, you know, I've always had that with my co hosts, but expanding that to a few more people has been. really great. So I definitely want to invite people into that. If you're not already one of our Patreon subscribers, even a dollar a month. And I know asking for money at a time like this is a, uh, you know, a little bit, um, not great, but we're literally talking about uh, any, any level that you can support us on Patreon, even a dollar a month means you get instant access to the discord and we would love to see you there because it, uh, the more the merrier, uh, we're all kind of dealing with the same stuff right now and it's been a cool place to hang out. Yeah. I, I've had a, a lot of fun on the discord, mostly just, um, hearing about people's little side projects or, uh, you know, getting a good games recommendations. It has taken the bandwidth, uh, Of uh, like game recommendations that I used to really have to dig for, and brought that uh, to a much easier to like find place, and much like you know I can actually ask, hey, I want this kind of a game, which is it's nice that we're 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 looking at some kind of specific kinds of games Mm -hmm. uh, here, games to fill a very particular niche. The biggest thing I I think, Laura. phrased this in part in not in just what we are looking for but also what we're not looking for this is a kind of a stressful time um i have i have some things about this kind of current uh pandemic situation that are somehow uh stressing me out uh, so <laughs> you mean you're not just taking a taking a weird uh corona vacation man like get with it uh well can i tell you that i i went out on in order to get outside, I went out on my bicycle um, last night, which is the first night of um, the first night of uh, all the bars and restaurants being closed here in Houston and you know they're telling people to uh, remain indoors. Uh, so I was out on my bike and I biked past my my local dive bar, uh, which was flouting these recommendations and there were people jammed into their their no. patio. <laughs> it's
1: like a horror film.
0: And I, I could not restrain myself from shouting from my bicycle,
1: "Go home!" (laughs) So uh, apparently, I can go to bars in our neighborhood and pick up to-go cocktails without touching anybody. That's apparently a thing New York is offering right now. Just
2: like a jug of gin and tonic on the side. Yeah, they're
1: literally making like filling bottles with like. Custom craft cocktails, and you can order them online. And then they disinfect the bottle, and they like put it on a shelf, and like you watch, and they're like, then you pick it up and you go. That's awesome.
0: (laughs) This is excellent. I have uh, a home stash of of booze that I just pray will last me long enough. (laughs) But back to what Laura was saying (laughs) about games, uh, games, games, uh, games. Before we got in (laughs) into this, is uh, things that we don't want to play. We actually do play a lot of things on this show that are uh, kind of the uh, more grim and depressing mm-hmm. side of indie games. Those are out there. So, number one, we don't want things that are uh, about isolation or stress or being stuck in confined spaces or cabin fever or diseases. I'm- or, or diseases. about diseases.
1: I literally wrote this list and said, "Oh my god, I'm describing the game observation."
0: <laughs> like
1: like that is the opposite of what I want to play. Great game. Yeah. Not not
0: now. Guys, I'm 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 re-downloading uh, a Plague Tale onto my PS4 god, no. right now and I'm ready to confront those rats. Mm. You know, on the Discord, you were you were very pro rat very recently and I <laughs> Yeah there was a there was a whole yeah. thread about how great rats are and yeah. I, I okay. it had to you be the lone voice to of reason Okay you said weren't for the
1: plague so They're
0: shoo n- shoo. Okay, yes. Well, they were in the video game though, obviously. <coughs> I'm not going to I'm not going to go into a plague tale and go have fun with the rat swarms, but in reality, rats are very cute little pets. They're
2: very good boys. They're like dogs that only live two years and can crawl in your pocket. Uh, but that's, oh, that makes it sound so much worse. They're like dogs, but they only live two years. Well, that's not yes. a pro.
0: Sorry if I structured <laughs> that badly. They're like the doomed idea. festering puppies. <laughs> <Yeah. Jesus.
1: laughs> the carry fleas. Um, yeah. So not that. Yeah. Don't want that. Not that. Um, I also put down like I don't want anyone suggesting I play some multiplayer game about backstabbing or like like this is not the time for me to test my marriage by playing overcooked. Um maybe in 5 weeks.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe once you've really settled into the the rhythm of occupying the same space continually for, you know, almost the entire day. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of uh, a lot of strained relationships from people who've previously had eight hours a day to go and be somewhere other than in their house and uh, and interact with people other than their spouse. Yeah, I'm not speaking about my own spouse, who is lovely and also is, oh, is well, still working, uh, working uh, full time because she is a uh, she's a medical person. So nice save. Yes, nice my, safe. my wife gonna... and I and my toddler all are all working from home. Uh, my toddler, in particular, is working. Mm-hmm my wife and I quite hard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm working from a home, but I, that was something that was always an option. So it's not new to me, but I will say I'm now week three and trying to find ways to just stay active. I'd normally walk, uh, I normally walk to work. And then I walk at my office, just like multiple miles a day, running around the office over and over and over. And now I'm just like, Pacing in my house trying to find different ways to stay uh stay active. Oh, mm. so
1: it Shane and I recorded an episode on Ring Fit Adventure. So I'm gonna right. that's one thing keeping me sane. I don't know if that box is still available, but you I, know.
0: I heard there are like there were runs on it and then people were like treating it like they are treating like toilet paper and hand sanitizer. So it may be <sighs> hard to Sorry for your recommending hands on a now. game
1: you can't play, but there's there's like just mm. dance. There's other little
0: yeah, we're there's a ton of things like could that. Maybe we try.
1: Uh, my uh, my yoga studio has done online classes, and um, there's still stuff. But
0: um, yeah, let's talk yeah. games. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So there are a number of different things that we are looking for. Things that we found are particularly appealing in this weird situation that we we're all finding ourselves in. Um, or things that we're going back to. And uh, we kind of broke down some of the things we wanted to specifically recommend. We have specific recommendations here, in particular games. Uh, But more generally, because the specific things that are going to chill you out, listener, might be different than what's chilling us out specifically. Uh, So we're kind of talking about them in terms of different types of games. And the first thing we want to talk about was replaying things that are comfortable. You know, this is a weird time, and nothing is as comforting as the true comfort food of playing something that you already know and that you already know you like, you know, there's nothing risky about playing something that you've already played or that you know, well, or you know what to expect. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, as a podcaster, sometimes I feel like I can't do this, right? Like I can't go back and play something that I know I like because that's taking time away from creating content. Right. But, uh, sometimes, sometimes you just gotta, um, For me this week, that was yet another replay, start to finish, of Streets of Rage 2. (laughs) Uh, Streets of Rage 2 is like the most comfort food game in my world. Uh, There's almost nothing that I can just sit down and play the entire game from beginning to end and really enjoy, but not truly be challenged by, because let's be honest, like, It's not that hard of a game, and I know most of its secrets already, and, you know, I'll probably run through all of my lives, uh, maybe just before the end, or maybe I'll make it to the end of the game, but right in that neighborhood. Um, And I've probably played Streets of Rage beginning to end a dozen times. quick question. Uh, Axel, Blaze, Max, or Eddie? I mix it up, but uh, mostly I play Max. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, Max. Max. That is uh, the
1: coolest possible answer. Oh yeah, Max. Yeah, is, uh, I was gonna say Max, is, course, a Max is the big guy. Max
0: is the is the big heavy guy. He's like the wrestler style guy, and I like his special move. Um, but uh, mostly, I just like his sprite. He's got like lots of really rippling muscles that are like done in really good 16-bit art. He's just he's just cool. He's a big big dude. Is our episode for that game still on the feed, or is that? Uh, Back in the in the catalog. That's an excellent question. I actually would have to double check in a in a podcast app to tell you, but we did do an episode on Streets of Rage Two, one of the greatest games of all time. By the way, Streets of Rage Four coming out this year. I can't wait. We're definitely going to cover it. Um, hype, 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 hype. But uh, i i think uh, i think it's still there. But at the very least, if you can't find it in our in your podcast app, you can go to the uh, the shortgame.net. Um Pro tip for all you short game fans out there, uh, if you go to the short and click the show notes link, there's a search box. I don't know why our, our, you know, our WordPress setup doesn't let me put a search box on the front page, uh, or on any of the other pages, like the episodes page, which is kind of a more condensed list of episodes. But if you go to the show notes page, which has a kind of a blog style view of all of the, all of the show notes of all of our episodes, um... There, you can do a search. And if you search for Streets of Rage 2, there you'll be. I think I can never allow a mention of that game to go by without talking about how much I love the soundtrack. Uh, the soundtrack uh, was composed by a guy named uh, Yuzo Kushiro, And it is, I think it was the first game soundtrack that I picked up on vinyl. Uh, or if not the first, then one of the very first. And um, yeah, just incredible mm-hmm. Uh, Soundtracks funky. for Streets of Rage One, Two, and Three are good. And uh, haters who dislike the Streets of Rage Three soundtrack, give it another listen. It surprised people at the time, but actually, it's very cool. Yeah. Well, I have also been going back and playing some of these older games. Uh, I, I I didn't really go back and play something I'd beaten before. I, I wanted to kind of check something off of my bucket list, so to speak. Which is, I have always Bo- before the inevitable to end. Beat. Is that what you're what you're implying? That's there? right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So when I I was a kid, Reagan and I did not have an SNES. uh, So I never had the opportunity to beat Super Mario World. But that was always the game that I would reach for uh, when I would go to friends' houses and they had an SNES. So um, I am finally in the position to really play and enjoy that game. uh, Thanks to the terrific uh, Christmas gift that Reagan gave me this year, which was a Mr retro game hardware, the cutting edge of retro gaming, and a CRT uh, to play it on. And I finally have this terrific setup for playing these retro games. It rules. Um, The Super Mario World, uh, I don't have to explain this game. I think it's literally in the consciousness of every single person. Children are born knowing how to play Mario these days, right? Yeah, I think they are. And what was really wonderful was m- my son is home with me right now. And even he was drawn right in watching this. And he really liked watching me play Super Mario World. Um, and I finally got all the way through to the end. Um, I did make a somewhat liberal use of an extra lives cheat. But I will allow myself that in these trying times. Yeah. Um, Of course. If only we could all give
1: ourselves
0: extra lives in these trying times. (laughs) Yikes. Um, Yikes. Anybody else replaying
2: (laughs) a a game they have played through before? Yeah, I'm going to
1: segue straight out of that joke uh, into... um, I've been playing uh, Stardew Valley. I had kind of abandoned my beautiful farm for a while. You heartless bastard. (laughs) Opened it back up. And uh, it is still there and thriving. And there are still so many people that I have that I'm dating and trying to string along and figure out who I should uh, continue and eventually marry. There's just so much going on in Stardew Valley. I I didn't play it for about a year. Uh, It is right there. It is so soothing. And the other thing I've been looking at is Regency Solitaire, which is just a really elaborate solitaire with uh, like Elizabeth Bennett trappings applied to it. And I played what I thought, I I thought I'd quit in the middle of it and I played it and I actually was on the very last hand.
0: So so I
1: was like, oh, uh, so I just hit the reset button and started back at the beginning. So (laughs) 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 apparently I had, it had gotten really hard, and I had really hard time getting the last achievement, and I didn't realize it was the very last hand of the game. So um, I have restarted uh, Regency Solitaire. It's wonderful.
0: Nice. Uh, you know, I think it's been a long time since we talked about what is Regency Solitaire on the show. I don't think Stardew Valley needs much introduction, but would you sure. give a quick blurb?
1: Um, for people who don't trust my opinion, I think uh, most nerds heard about this because Felicia Day said she was addicted to it. Um she's she'd played like 10 hours in a day or something it is about a 10 to 12 hour game it's a little long uh it is a game that it's a very elaborate version of solitaire where you the the storyline is that you are a girl whose um brother sucks at gambling and has lost all your money and so you are now like wagering on solitaire games and each (laughs) And each uh, – so you you go through and you're, like, betting on Solitaire. But as you go, you get power-ups that are, like, oh, you can store wild cards in your fan. Or, like, you can, like, grab a Cupid arrow statue that burns up cards. And they're all kind of, like, cheats. Like, you basically buy things to cheat at Solitaire. And the games get harder and harder as you bet more and more. Um, the other thing is they have, like, a combo system so that the more cards you get in a row, the more your score is multiplied and you're basically winning gold. And eventually there's like a weird dating thing in the background. Like how good you do at solitaire determines how good you look at the ball. And <laughs> you get to date.
2: And of the story, course there is.
1: Yeah, of course. So um I finished my one hand at the end of the game was like, Oh, I'm getting married. I probably <laughs> should, should have realized that was the end of the game. Um, it's, it's very light um theming, but man, it's, if you want just a card game to zone out to, it's fairly challenging, but the cheat mechanic is puts a lot of extra strategy in.
0: You know that reminds me that I I've been really wanting to, and maybe now is the time to go back and play Eliza. It was the visual novel that made a lot of waves earlier, like you know, I said mid late, mid to late twenty nineteen, um, because uh, Zachtronics, the developer that makes that, they they have a kind of they're known for putting a sort of. Um, Solitaire mini game into every single one of their games, and uh, the solitaire game in uh, um, in Eliza was actually really good. Like, I don't usually get too into solitaire games, but it was um, probably like um, uh, 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 Pocket Jockey and this
1: Pocket Card Jockey. Pocket yeah. Card yeah, Jockey. I was probably... just about to say, like Pocket Card Jockey and Regency Solitaire both have that like. There's some real good card games in it, but there's also just this like stupid extra layer that's really endearing. Um, that's that extra like dumb, just storyline added on top of really good solitaire just fills your head. It's it's a really good combo if you're stressed.
2: Just removing the word "card" from the middle of Pocket Card Jockey. Uh- Pakajaki sounds like a euphemism for sure. Um, <laughs> well, thank
0: you, Laura, for for reminding me of the actual title.
2: Uh that also reminds me of a board game that I that you recommended to me, Laura, uh, which is I think dating Mr. Darcy
1: marrying Mr. Darcy marrying.
2: Yep. Yeah, of course not dating. No, never marrying never. Mr. Darcy. What sort Darcy. of low uh, foreign woman do you think we are? Yeah, right. I'm sorry. Uh, which was a, a not, not great for, uh, you know, social distancing, but another, uh, game that is Regency themed and surprisingly more, uh, complex and fun than you would expect given the theming, you know, it's a bit of a sidetrack, but, um,
0: uh, you know you mentioned that uh, that playing that board game wasn't particularly good for social distancing and Shane, you were telling me about some plans you had about playing uh, playing paper yeah. card games on the internet during social distancing. Yes, so one of the um, highlights of my week is going once or twice a week often down to coral sword um, where I play magic. sometimes I'll play draft or sealed. Uh, And very often I'll play the variant called Commander, which is a really popular social-oriented multiplayer version of Magic the Gathering. And lacking that during social distancing, it would be a a real bummer for me. So I have been talking on the Discord for Coral Sword uh, with uh, several of my friends down there, and we are planning to set up kind of webcam- arrangements, webcam contraptions that would allow us to play Paper Magic online. Um, This is something that actually there are communities for doing this uh, already. So there's actually a good amount of info online for people who want to do this. Um, Basically putting a webcam pointing down at a table, you can pretty well play Magic um, or other tabletop games in, in, you know, depending on how they work without having to physically be in the same room. There's also a lot of people doing this sort of thing with um, apps like Tabletop Simulator, uh, which is great for board games uh, over the internet. uh, And people can play Magic pretty well on there. Uh, And there's even certain things like, um, there's there's lots of ways to play Magic online. This is just the way that we're probably going to be doing it. Um, So I I would say if you have a, a group of friends that's already used to meeting up and doing something like this. If there's a way to continue it, you know, look into it. We're, we're doing that. And I think it's going to work pretty well for us. Another game that I really love. uh, It's very dear to my heart and that I am trying to arrange to play online during this uh, kind of interim period as well is D and D D and D is one of the best ways to play a game online and be social because it's an extremely social game. Um, it is really fun uh, to play over the internet. Um, d ds rules, the core fifth edition rules and really all the rules except for fourth uh, work really well for um, what's called theater of the mind style play where you don't need um, any. Really, you don't need anything except a pen and paper in front of you and everyone can have that. And and for that, I I would, uh, I would refer people to, we did an entire episode, not, I mean, it was, it was a while ago now. So, but it's, I think all the information is still valid. We did a whole episode about D and D short game style in which Shane explained in pretty great depth about how he runs D and D over the internet. We have a D and D group. We haven't actually played in a while, but I think, you know, now may be the time to start doing that again. Um, and uh, had a lot of really good info there. Uh, oh, and also I should mention, Shane now has a DD uh, stream or podcast that is probably uh, probably going to have to be on hold or re- rethought in terms of how you guys are presenting it. Yeah, we're figuring that out. We're figuring that out. We might, we might still do something. Um, I might just really carefully wipe down the desk down at Coral Sword and, and see how we can make that work or or something. But um, maybe I'll stream it here from, get on Skype. But um, yeah, that's called, we're calling it Dice Advice. Although the the real thing you'd have to search for is the Coral Sword Twitch stream. Uh, and it's just uh, myself and my friend Mac uh, and sometimes other guests. And we talk about D&D and talk about, uh, take questions from the audience and uh, look up kind of common FAQs and, play little games and talk about our games and have some fun. Yeah, there's uh, there's DODs the of that on the uh, Coral Sword Twitch channel.
2: Yeah, Shane, I have had an in-person D&D game going for a while now uh, that I DM and this coming week we are or actually you know tomorrow we are going to take our first attempt at doing it all over Skype uh you know we're really trying to take this thing seriously even though it normally i host it at my house we are going to have everyone stay at home and Skype in and uh i'm not worried about it because we ha- you know with you DMing for us we have DM we have done D&D over Skype for like 5 years now so i know that it can be successful and and go well it's obviously not as you know engaging as in person D and D, but I, I still think it's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, um, Shane, I'm sorry that your local hangout
0: is closed, but uh, one of the other well, things they are they are open. I should say they are open for takeout. Ah, yes, so you can go by and pick up a board game and get a coffee, and I would encourage you to do so. Support local businesses in this in these trying times yes actually that's that's an important point uh, you know it's not lip service if you have local businesses that you value, find out what they're doing to sort of bridge the gap and 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 do what you can to support them it, It's important to make sure that these places that we value are still there when we all get out of our holes. Um, But what I was going to say, Shane, was that we are probably all, most of us, looking for places to hang out and chill. And some games kind of can provide that in terms of, like, giving you a space and a certain vibe. And uh, I wanted to talk about a few of those uh, that we could potentially recommend. Um, There's a few that we've played recently on the show. Um, The one that I particularly wanted to mention is A Short Hike. Uh, we talked about it a, a few times on the show. Uh, first time we talked about it was in some depth on our Bird Week episode, if you scroll back in the feed. Uh, but it's in the news again, because as we're recording, literally like an hour ago, it won the Seamus McNally uh, Grand Prize at the IGF Awards, um, which is stunning, given that this is a you know small game by a single developer.
1: It's a real sleeper hit. It didn't get a lot of It is a sleeper press. hit.
0: It took a while to, to sort of build steam. Yeah. Um, so I'm really pleased that it found its audience after, I mean, it came out six months ago. And I don't know if it even really sort of found a large audience until really late 2019. Um,
1: it's also free right now in the Epic Games Store, so mm. hey. Uh,
0: by, th- by the time you hear this, unfortunately, it probably won't still be free. But True. If, hopefully uh, hopefully, you grabbed it for free on Epic Games Store. And even if you didn't, it's on itch.io, the Epic Games Store, and I think Steam now as well. It's on all three, and I think it's like 8 bucks, and it's 100% worth that time. We did a whole a segment of an episode on it, so I'll refer you back to that rather than talk it out endlessly. But the the, the short pitch is that if you like the sort of chill – animal people having, uh, having friendly conversations vibe of something like, uh, animal crossing, but you want something that is two to three hours long and has more direction to it while still letting you wander. Um, it, uh, it's that basically. And, uh, it's lovely. It's just truly lovely. Anybody want to talk about any other sort of chill hangout games? Uh, I do just want to like comment. I am gonna go ham on some Animal Crossing. I was planning oh, to yeah. not <laughs> jump on 100%. Animal Crossing. I was like, I don't have time to play Animal Crossing. Oh man, I wish I had time to play. It. Apparently, this is this is the time. This is this is the place. This is the time. Uh, I'm gonna be on that island, and uh, I honestly, I don't know if I'm ever gonna leave it. It's this- This whole situation is viral marketing for Animal Crossing. Yeah, I was going to say, I hope no
2: one is, you know, looking at this whole thing as a a positive, (laughs) but if there is any, (laughs) if there is anyone, it is the developers, uh, the team behind Animal Crossing is thinking, Uh, wow, well, this is good timing. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, everyone. Um, but yeah, yeah, anybody have
0: any other like recommendations on like a chill hangout type of game?
1: I'll also give a shout out to uh, Wide Ocean Big Jacket because it's got that nice low stakes energy. It's got the nice like uh dick around the woods for a bit energy. I I, I thought about a lot of the beautiful like, immersive atmospheric stuff like Firewatch also can have a lot of like tension and a lot of extra to it. So I was. Like, for me, I think a, a short hike is the easiest to sell right now. I also think, like, if you want a little bit more edge, maybe a Donut County mm. is uh, interesting. But there is a lot of, like, blaming people for things that go wrong and literal holes. So if that makes you think about the end of the world, maybe that's not the best choice. Yeah,
0: I think it's still probably a very good choice, though. But it, it yeah. is. I think It's still got a lot of fun. I think about. you're right in that, like... Low stakes is, I think, the key commonality here for something that feels like, like there's there's so few games. Games are so frequently about, uh, you know, saving the world or their high stakes endeavors. And and like the low stakes of a short hike of, uh, you know, there's a hill over there I'm going to climb up at. That's so, that's Yeah, you good. want to
1: talk low stakes. I've uh, been thinking that I really need to go back and play a ton of dating games uh, because like Dream Daddy... Uh, How to Full Boyfriend Redate That Pigeon, uh, Monster Prom Redate Monsters, like all of them super low stakes. Um, All you want to do is like make two people smush their faces together, which, you know, that's wish fulfillment right now. Indeed. And And, like if you mess up, you can restart the game and date someone else.
2: (laughs) Yes, but don't go play Speed Dating for Ghosts.
1: No, that's the wrong one. Yeah. Yes. The other dating games. Yes. Speed dating for ghosts. A little bit more about uh,
2: M- existential dread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Don't need won't. any more of that.
1: mm Hmm. And uh, uh, Reagan. Not to call you out, but I hear you've been playing a lot of um, a game you described as a crap game.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I. I you. Know, so. You know, the thing about my situation is that my life hasn't actually changed that much with all of the uh, the stuff that's been going on, with the exception of my stress level went through the roof. So like, imagine, ladies and gentlemen, that you didn't, have to leave your job. Now, certainly, certain. I don't want to make light of the fact that there are probably tons of people, maybe even a number of our listeners who work important jobs that are still ongoing, and they do not have the luxury to be able to go and work from home. Um,
1: or people who are uncertain about their jobs right exactly. now. Exactly.
0: Like- there's there's a whole category here, but I, I guess what I'm what I'm mainly thinking of here is that a, a lot of people who previously went into the office every day are suddenly not. That did not change for me, um, and in fact, almost nothing about my actual day to day really changed, except that suddenly I am. Checking Twitter too much, looking at the news about uh, a slow-moving car crash that's that's uh, that's happening across our entire country, um, and wondering about how to do things like, well, I'm moving this week into a new house. how How do I do that when everything is shut down? Or uh, you know, how uh, is my is my daughter's daycare going to stay open? Or all of the other little stresses. And so I would love to tell you all that what I've been doing is sinking tons of time into cool, chill games. Mostly, that's not true. Uh, apart from the uh, the stuff that I've talked about previously, the thing that I've poured the most time into this week is Grand Blue Fantasy, a web and iOS game. That is basically like a uh, like a slot machine attached to a visual novel. Um, Grand Blue Fantasy, if you're not familiar with it, is one of the most popular gotcha games. And uh, when if you're not if you're not up on these, uh, first of all, like the most common variety of mobile game, you know them when you see them. Uh, gacha is is uh, not like gotcha, but more like gotcha pong. Gotcha pong meaning like the the sound it makes when you turn the little crank. I love on. your pronunciation on that. It's just, it just had like this beautiful ring to it. Say well, again. No, um, but it's, it's the, it's a <laughs> Japanese onomatopoeia for the, the sound it makes when you turn the crank on one of those little capsule machines and one of the little capsules that has a, has a little randomized toy in it drops out. That's what gachapon means. And that's, that's what these games are.
2: They are games that feature
0: essentially slot machine mechanics. Um,
2: that's what you Grand said that's a Japanese onomatopoeia? Yes. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, so uh, Japan has a ton of interesting... Say it again. Interesting, uh, um, they... Uh, no, you say it like you said it before. <laughs> rewind the tape. Uh, they uh, they have like a, a ton of interesting onomatopoeias, but that's a whole sidetrack we're not going to get down. Uh, Grand Blue Fantasy... I think I stepped into it at exactly the right time. I stepped into it because um, a friend of the show and uh, Discord patron uh, uh, Jeremiah uh, suggested that I get. it. And I've been looking for a, a fighting game to get into because that's a, a you know a muscle I've never really truly stretched. So uh, he suggested Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, uh, which is a spin-off game of Grand Blue Fantasy and is a pretty darn good fighting game for new players. And I've been playing some. Of that, but I thought to myself, "Oh, you know, this seems good, but maybe I should play a couple minutes of the uh, of the you know popular mobile game that it's based on, uh, in order to get a little bit of a sense of the world and characters that are being featured here, right?" So I, I set it up. It's actually a little confusing because it's not a game you can just go to the App Store and download. It's a it's a web game. You have to create an account on this Japanese uh, website. Uh, and uh, then you can log into the website on your phone and play it all there. That works fine. Anyway, long story short, it's uh, it's a. I've been sinking an enormous amount of time into it, and it's mostly because it has a few advantages over the average crap mobile game. Um, and so, I will guardedly, very guardedly, recommend it to you because one. It's a uh, it's a game that has that is has a lot of story as opposed to those, and it's delivered in a very bite sized way. So it's it's a little bit fun to kind of go in and read through little kind of visual novel esque story segments that are told in very bite sized chunks. Two. It is a slot machine that you can't put money into unless you have a Japanese credit card. So this is a very helpful aspect to it. I know that I'm not going to be wasting money on it. And so anything that it does that is exploitative, I can pretty much ignore. Because I literally can't give it money without going through jumping through some hoops that I don't want to figure out. Excellent barrier. And then three, right now it is the six-year six anniversary of the game, and that means that uh, they're doing all sorts of quote-unquote celebrations. I stepped into this game at precisely the right or wrong time, which is basically every time I sign into the game, a 100 sirens go off telling me that I've won a 100,000 free things. And uh, once I'm done finally dismissing all of the stuff and doing all of the scratch-off tickets and the free Slot machine poles, et cetera, et cetera, and I've dismissed all of that stuff. Um, with doing no work, my my like RPG team is so overpowered that every boss is a three click and done kind of thing. So it's it's a time where if you want to get into this game, uh, you won't have to think about it at all. The game will spend a hundred percent of its time showering you with goodies and praise and telling you what a powerful fighter you are for clicking on a dragon or whatever and it's 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 an it's nothing and it's somehow been exactly what i needed i'm checking in on it three or four times a day and literally all i do is pull slot machines and click on cat girls and it's it's like it's been a it's been a 100% brain free thing that i I kind of recommend in a garden. So gut, what
1: I'm hearing gut. is like oh. listeners, we are in no position to judge anything you play right
2: now. <laughs> yeah. There is so much <laughs> to you, unpack Laura. there, Reagan. And then you sealed the deal with clicking on cat girls. I say
1: we just like leave it preserved in Amber for all time. Reagan has spoken this into a microphone and he's going to edit this. So, uh, Hopefully he will keep all of this. I'm not going to beep, together. but it'll sound
0: worse. <laughs> Let's go on, <laughs> Shane. Uh, you uh, no, I was gonna. I was gonna throw it to Shane, and then I don't no, realize. don't throw this shit to me. <laughs> you can throw this to me for actual thinking. Okay, Laura, uh, help me out here. I just talked. Get about me the out of most, this <laughs> most mindless piece of crap game that I'm sinking. Really really unseemly amounts of time into right now in order to uh, in order to occupy my damaged brain Laura your brain is working properly what are you doing with it
1: I can't say it's working properly but I will say it has been very good to do some puzzles right now because puzzles have answers and endings and you, they're often funny and you do something you get a funny answer and it's great. And, and for people who haven't heard me go on my spiel before, I don't mean like uh, jigsaw puzzles. Uh, there are uh, puzzles that uh, nerds have created that are, you know, if you like crosswords, if you like Sudoku, if you like um, that kind of mental energy, there's some really creative people out there making puzzles that are, um, you know, they might involve cards, they might involve flags, they might involve pictures, they might be drawing lines together. There's, you know, you think of, it's almost like escape the room, but the answers don't have to be four-digit number codes. So there's a lot more inventiveness. Um, And if you still don't have a clue what I'm talking about, it's okay. Um, There are two things I really want to recommend if you're just looking for something that is going to take some mental energy, but not be heavy. Like that's what puzzles do. They're brain filling. You feel like you've been productive, but you don't really have to focus on anything for more than like 30
0: minutes. Like working from home.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And (laughs) I mean, so if you don't have a printer, uh, there's an app called Pizzazz that's with Z's. we'll link it in the show notes um and it's this great puzzles app i do the new york times crossword through it but there's a lot of books where you can do like crosswords or cryptus or sudoku or things like that and there's a book in there called the year of puzzles which um someone did a kickstarter um it was for one puzzle every month and then an extra at the ending um, weirdly, the Year of Puzzles ended up having 17 puzzles in it because she kept writing more. <laughs> but it's like three bucks, and they're all really inventive and interesting. It's as if you're the spy running around and there's crossword puzzles dropped. Don't ask me why. But if you do have a printer, I will say there's an event that is hosted locally called Puzzled Pint that's shut down. I mean, it's a, a night that it's at bars, and you go... Um, you know, it's the puzzles are designed to be solved in about two to three hours while you're drinking. So they're very good for newbies. And they've put all of their archives online. Um, there's literally like, you know, five years of monthly puzzles. And what's really fun is they're all themed. Like there's a Nico Izumi puzzled pipe. Oh. There's a Star Trek puzzled pipe. There's Harry Potter ones. There's like literally anything you want. There's a theme of it. And you do four or five puzzles that are easy. All the hints are online. So if you're stuck, they have tiered hints for every puzzle. Um, and there's the solutions. So like if you feel like you've been useless this is a really nice thing to do. We um I Justin is still um he's essential personnel, my husband, so he has to go in and check his lab um every once in a while. So I had him print out a couple um from a theater themed one and we did them and they were very fun. You feel like you're a genius just for getting through one. <laughs> hmm. But remember they were built to be done while drinking beer, so nothing's gonna be too hard. I, I actually was Throwing out that um, Patreon's, I could run a little puzzle hunt over um, over the Discord.
0: If that sounds awesome. We could
1: all solve these
0: I'd together. Be very at- yeah, you know, we're we're definitely looking for ways to uh, basically to move some of our uh, you know friend interactions online, and the the Patreon Discord, the Discord has been great for that. And so we've have we've had some ideas for different things that we could do on the Discord. We talked about. Uh, potentially doing some audio hangout, just sort of uh, the the word uh i don't know what i don't know what the word thing to call this is but we're just sort of having some set hours where we would you know people could drift office in and out hours. i was going to say office hours <laughs> exactly but i was also going to say like that sounds really lame for something that's supposed to be fun and social um, discord and chill yeah 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 basically that um mm-hmm. so just some a little too sexy <laughs> some time where we set aside where we'd be hanging out in the discord and chat with our with each other and our patrons in a kind of a, a low key kind of way um running a puzzle hunt would be a great thing to do during that or as its own thing. Um, we talked about maybe working out a way to watch a movie and chat about it together on, on discord. So, uh, if that's the kind of stuff that you are hungry for, uh, and you're not already on our discord, join us there. It it might be a good time for it.
2: Yeah. I talked about watching bird dimmick with everyone (laughs) and I am very much into that idea. If you've not seen bird dimmick, it is one of my favorite awful movies. It's so good. Can be the uh, be the, the next Bird Week.
0: Uh, the to be yes. clear, the title is not about uh, a pandemic caused by birds. No, it is it's not like a bird flu, flu or anything. Birds. They just uh, couldn't call point. the movie
1: "The Birds" because it was taken.
0: Yeah, it's a literally a knockoff of of uh, Hitchcock's "The Birds," but yeah, that's that's a good point. We'll have to. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to simplify it. <laughs> Speaking of birdemic, I mean, there are obviously things to do during these times other than play video games. One of the troubles with most of the video games we mentioned at the top is that they're all mostly single player experiences, and maybe you're re- looking for ways to reach out, but maybe you're just looking for something that isn't a game. You know, maybe you're tired of of games and you want to sit back and have a more relaxed experience or something like that before we start wrapping up, maybe we could talk a little bit about just like other stuff that we recommend as good for what ails you right now.
2: Well, I talked about the, a couple, uh, a few episodes ago about making pizza mm, and yes. I will continue to recommend making pizza Uh, What's nice is that you can buy the supplies in bulk, so you only really need to go to the grocery store you know, one time, get your nice double fine flour, get yourself some San Marzano tomatoes, get some mozzarella, whatever your toppings are, and check out a book called The Elements of Pizza. And baby, you're in Pizza Town for as long as you want to be there. You can make (laughs) so many pizzas off of uh, one bag of flour. It's been a lot of fun um getting better i still can't i i keep making these really beautiful looking you know uh like pizzas before they go in the oven and i keep botching the handoff i keep get going from the pizza peel onto the pizza stone i keep flubbing it and my my shape's getting all messed up so it's really disappointing because it's the literally the last step of the pizza making uh but you know what? Practice makes perfect. And I'm going to continue making pizza. Uh, And if you're in the uh, St. Louis area, come by maybe. And I'll make you a pizza. Just give me three days notice so I can make the the dough and get it in the fridge.
0: Yeah. And then leave the pizza on the porch and uh, we'll... Yeah, contactless delivery. (laughs) uh, Wave to each other through the glass. I was going to recommend... So I actually think I've mentioned this at least once on the podcast before, but it's been a while. I I was... When I was... uh, when I was stressing out, right at the start of all of this, I made the incredibly foolish choice to watch the movie *Contagion*. Um, you know, oh. you know, pe- people were talking about it on Twitter. I hadn't seen it in years. I'd literally thought about watching it a little while before that, and I thought, yeah, you know, things are in the news. I'm just going to watch *Contagion*. <sighs> D- don't, don't do that to yourself. And I needed essentially an antidote to Contagion. I was trying to rack my brain about, like, what could I watch that is, you know, familiar and comfortable to me, something that I already know, um, and that would put me in a headspace that will be the kind of chill that I am hoping to achieve. And uh, the thing that I landed on was rewatching Laid Back Camp which is an anime that is available on uh, Crunchyroll. By the way, if you don't have like a Crunchyroll subscription, uh, first of all, they have a free trial that you can do. And you can probably watch all of it during the trial, or you can just watch it with ads for free, which is a nice feature of Crunchyroll. Their ads are annoying, but hey, maybe you can uh, suffer through it. Um, but Laidback Camp is lovely. It's a 12-episode anime series about um, the joy of camping and outdoor cooking. Uh, and the characters are uh, a girl who likes to camp alone, uh, but she joins a camping club with other people who like to camp together. And it's about how both types of camping are valid and good. And uh, every single episode focuses on things like, oh, here are some interesting camping tips, or here are ways to really enjoy the outdoors. or And all of them focus on, here's delicious food that you can prepare uh, while you are camping, and nothing has made has sort of transported me to sitting around a campfire and you know making s'mores or cooking some delicious food and eating it while looking at the stars like this show. So that that is my my highest recommend for if you want something chill to watch on your television that isn't a game laid back camp. It's great. <laughs>
1: Uh, And I've got uh, some almost catatonically chill choices uh, for my picks. Um, I was super stressed out uh, because um, I had had what I think is an unrelated illness, but who knows? And so I've basically been quarantined already for several weeks. (laughs) So uh, I have found some very British comfort food for people who like Great British Bake Off. um, Someone recommended watching the Great Pottery Throwdown um, where they make pottery, and I didn't actually watch any of that because I quickly found out there was something called Portrait Artist of the Year, which is a portrait painting competition. <laughs> and <laughs> let me tell you, nothing is calmer than like basically they each show nine people enter with self-portraits. They talk about how good the, or the self-portraits are, and then they divide into three groups each, and they paint a celebrity, which you may or may not have heard of if you're not British. And then most of the episode is them painting their portrait over four hours and just watching people paint and they're talking about their process. And then at the end, each celebrity picks a portrait to take home and then they talk about the winners and someone gets to be a finalist. And it is beautifully calm. I've never seen a portrait being painted. So like seeing paint go down on canvas, seeing people block out, people talk about their decisions is, is like just engrossing enough that I'm perpetually interested. But man, it is so calm. And it's many seasons are on YouTube. So if this sounds at all interesting to you, it is just basically like taking a sedative before bed. I highly Mm -hmm. recommend it. And if you want something more energizing, there's also a historical food show called The Super Sizers Go that's just funny, turn off your brain, Like let's eat food for a week from the Elizabethan area era and figure out what does my body is. But like that is a certain amount of energy I don't have right now. Like that's that's like if you need energy, that's my pick. Super just go. Uh, It's got Sue from Great British Bake Off on it, and she wears funny costumes. If you want calm down, portrait artist energize, watch some people. You know eat all the food from the 80s. And um, like in the 20s, for example, she wakes up for breakfast and she's given a diet pill and she's like, what the hell is this? (laughs) Um, Very good.
0: For the, uh, what you're saying from the portrait artist actually Mm -hmm. brings up something I've been doing that has been super relaxing. um, And that is, uh, I've picked up my iPad and really gotten back into drawing with the app Procreate. I I guess I could just recommend drawing in general but the um, digital art app Procreate for the iPad is a really wonderful drawing tool. And I, I've redone my Twitter avatar. I've been doing lots of little sketches and I'm really enjoying sitting with my son who's now about two and a half. And the, the really excellent thing for him is um, he has... I letting him pick what I draw because now I don't have to worry about what I'm drawing. He just loves to watch me draw. Right now, his thing is he wants me to draw what he calls monster daddies, <laughs> which is just just monsters, but they're they're I guess daddy monsters. So I'll sometimes draw a little baby monster with them. Anyway, uh, super fun, super relaxing, uh, and also keeping my son occupied. You know, uh, Laura, your your recommendation of uh, of uh, watching paintings be made. Uh, reminded me of a YouTube channel that I've watched a number of videos of recently, and also fits the bill as something very chill that I would recommend checking out. Um, I've watched a number of YouTube videos by a uh, a channel called Baumgartner Restoration, uh, which is a YouTube channel that does. And there, there was a second one that I I believe I. Ooh. I'm not sure. Okay, I think I think they were both from Baumgartner Restoration. Anyway, uh, a, a YouTube channel of an, watching an art restorer clean up old paintings from um, some of them from a, the Renaissance and other you know other incredibly old paintings like really old portraits or uh, religious icons on wood or. You know things with gold leaf, and just the the sort of painstaking process of like carefully uh, cleaning the you know filth of ages off of a priceless piece of art, and that is very chill. It's like the it's like the weird inverse of a Bob Ross, but it's it's like a really good watch if you want something very chilled out to watch on YouTube. Highly recommend that too.
1: Yeah. One more thing I'll I'll suggest, which is if you're creating your own stuff, I have a little uh, tool called the Neo Lucida and it is basically like a crazy gizmo that um, projects what you look at onto the sheet of paper in front of you so you can kind of trace what's actually in front of you. And it's been great to get back into drawing and actually like put a thing I want to paint in front of me and then like try like see it projected on a page and like actually see it flat. It's really interesting.
0: Uh, oh, and I guess the last thing that I had on my list of things that I wanted to recommend for this specific time is uh, if you're working from home, if you're newly working from home, um, you're probably trying to develop a new environment. And there's lots of people out there giving advice on how to work from home, and they're all giving mo- mostly the same advice, things like have a desk or have a place that's not your bed or, or you know, relaxation spot. Or things like uh, you know the, the sort of standard work from home advice, and yes, that's all true. You should you should listen to that. Um, something that I recently found that I have been enjoying that I thought other work from home people might also enjoy is something called the Flow State newsletter, uh, flowstate.fm. You can go there to see re, uh, past issues, or you can uh, subscribe there. Flowstate.fm is a newsletter that comes out uh, every weekday at 8am in your email inbox, they'll email you uh, a short newsletter that recommends 90 minutes worth of mostly vocals free music that you can listen to while working. Um, and it's very eclectic. So it'll be everything from, you know, lo-fi hip-hop to modern classical to, you know, uh, other stuff. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's very eclectic. And they, they sort of crowdsource their recommendations. If you have something that you think works well, uh, you can send it to them. And they'll, they sort of curate these recommendations. And every one of them, they'll include links to. Usually it's a couple of different links because it'll be like 90 minutes worth. So sometimes a couple of albums or something or a playlist. Uh, but they'll give you a link for it in Spotify, in Apple Music, usually other places too, like YouTube, if you don't have access to those. Um, and so you just click on the link and give it a listen. And I, I don't have huge chunks of my day where I need background music, but I do occasionally have projects where I just need to focus on something and, and having a little background music helps. And this is a, something that comes in every morning. I believe it's at 8 a.m. every morning. Uh, you'll get this in your inbox. And you can click on it and listen to this music while you're working. And I, I found that pretty cool. So that's that's my final recommend for, uh, for the new shut-ins, uh, FlowState.fm.
1: I'm going to recommend one more for not working. Uh, if you need to just relax and watch someone else play video games and you're looking for some Twitch streamers, uh, I will say that uh, Justin cannot get enough of Mario Maker streamers and wanted me to suggest... Uh, The Dragon Feeny, I love her. She's really uh, just very, it's like if a stoner girl just played Mario Maker all day. I don't know if she's actually a stoner, but she gives that vibe. Um, And then if you want to watch someone just do impossible levels, The Beast 721 uh, is pretty family friendly. I mean, you can never call any tweet streamer 100%, but uh, he is of the people doing difficult impossible to get through levels he is by far the cleanest Mm. (laughs) if you're if you're which i think you need right now if like because if your kids are running around and you're trying to watch something like finding a relatively clean streamer is uh Needle and haystack, and both of
0: these are pretty clean. That's a very good point. Very good point. Uh, and I suppose also on that uh, on that list, uh, I don't think he's streaming it right now, but I would recommend uh, Patrick Klepek uh, of Waypoint had a uh, uh, has a Twitch channel and did Mario Maker morning streams every I think it was every Monday morning for a long time, and a lot of the VODs are are still available. And he also had a strict clean. Uh, uh, you know, policy on those. So if you're looking for somebody to pull up who has a long back catalog of Mario Maker streams that are, uh, you know, it, clean if you have kids in the room and that uh, uh, his whole thing was was playing so that uh, all the money he made through streaming was going to his daughter's college fund and it was all very, very family friend- friendly and, and wholesome. So I would recommend that. He was, he was doing great stuff there. I think he's moved on to streaming something else now.
1: Yeah, it's just like everyone gets Mario so there's not a barrier to entry like a lot of streamers do so it's another good like you can
0: instantly look at it and know what's happening exactly Exactly. so listeners thank you for sticking with us Uh, I know this is a time where I mean we things are things are tricky right now uh, for everybody not you know not just for your your, uh, favorite podcast hosts obviously but for the whole world um, you know, we wanted to get something out this week because I think it's it's important uh, that people have. I mean, you know, we're we're a small podcast, but like I think there's something important about providing entertainment in these times, and uh, it's you know we're really going to try to to keep bringing the show out on a reasonable basis. Not that not that the uh, the situation changes much about our podcasting, but, uh, you know, things are complicated for everybody all over right now. Um, but we're, we're glad that you're sticking with us and we're going to try to stick with you too. So, uh, expect the podcast to continue, uh, essentially as normal. And if you have games that you are interested in or that you want to hear us talk about and play, we would love to hear from you. The best way to do that is via our discord. So if you go to patreon.com slash the support us and all of our patrons at any level dollar a month or higher uh, get immediate access to our discord where we chat about these sorts of things and we've been talking about that throughout the show so you've got the idea please join us there if you can uh, and uh, of course you can also reach us on twitter at underscore short game or at our website www.theshortgame.net where we've got a contact form we'd love to hear from you there too uh, you can also find me on twitter at reagan k, That's r a y g a n k. Uh, I'm doing everything I can to spend a little less time on Twitter right now, but I'm still there and I'll get every uh, notification if you hit me up. Uh, Laura, where can people find you?
1: You can also find me on Twitter at Laura J. Nash.
0: And Shane, where
2: can people find you?
0: Also on Twitter at 8 Shane.
2: And Nate, where can people find you? In this room, seemingly for the rest of my life. And also on Twitter at Nate STL. Yes,
0: indeed. And uh, listeners, thank you very much for joining us on this episode of The Short Game.